everyone. This is Crystal. This is Kat. <laughs> Welcome back to Alternative Interests. Yay. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, what a night. <laughs> Tomorrow's Easter and Kat's been stuffing Easter eggs and we were That's musing right. about how it became what it is. What, uh, an out of control commercialized it's worse than holiday. christmas honestly horror yeah and i refuse to give into it so it's baskets with candy that is it all right um besides yes. that little yeah <laughs> I, I won't call it a tirade because it could have gone much longer it did go longer we went pretty in depth <laughs> off mic about this yeah yeah uh, we're just going to jump right into this week's episode let's do uh, so this week, I am going to be telling the story of Savannah Spurlock. Okay. I am going to preface this by saying that it's kind of disappointing as far as cases okay. go. Um, I feel like in saying that, it almost sounds like... Like like you didn't pick a good case? No, That's what it sounds uh, like. Kind of. So I don't want this yeah. to come off. As sounding like, oh, it's not interesting or, oh, they're like, it's it's not that at all. It's um, the resolution to this case leaves some things to be desired. um, And I wish there were more answers. Like a cold case? It's solved. Um, Quote unquote, justice has been served. Uh But it's. But we don't know the full Yeah, we don't know the full story, which to me is very disappointing and it's sad for the family. Exactly. We'll get into it more later because I know this is this just uh, if you don't know her story, um, then this all sounds very strange us talking about it now. But um, I can get into it more later. Yeah. Okay. Lay it on me. Yep. So Savannah Spurlock was born February 5th, 1996. She had a younger sister. Uh, there was a mm-hmm. nine or ten year difference between her and her sister. It's a pretty big gap. Oh, yeah. But I think by all accounts, they got along really, really well, which oh, is okay. impressive. That's a really big gap. Yeah, that is a big gap. Yeah. So in 2018, she actually had two sons and she was attending college at Eastern Kentucky University. Oh, wow. That's a lot. Wow. She must. Yeah. She must have had those kids super early. Yeah. Um, I think she had her first son when she was 18. Oh, well, good for her for having two young sons and, and going to college. Yeah. And um, I will say she was a single mother. So oh, I mean, okay. this is a okay. lot on her. Plate. Yeah. But good for her. Yeah. Honestly, doing her thing, doing yeah. her best to better her life. To, and for her boys. Awesome. Yeah. Um, in 2018, she did get pregnant with twins. Oh, so that's doubling the amount of uh, little babies you got to take care of. That's a lot. Exactly. So how old were the two oldest boys? Um, at the time she gave birth to the twins, they were Uh two and four. Oh, oh my gosh. Very young. A two-year-old and a four-year-old, and now you have twins? Yes. Oh. Yeah. That's a lot. So she actually ended up putting school on hold, and she moved in with her mother in um, their house in Richmond, Kentucky. Okay. Okay. So December 1st, 2018, she gives birth to her twins, 
Uh-huh. And I mean, that's that's a lot for one girl to handle still well, as yeah. a single mother. And what a nice mom. What, how generous is her mom, mm-hmm. you know, to let... I mean, obviously, it's her daughter. But yeah. to have your daughter move back home again with her four small children. Yes. And so her younger sister, I think, was 13 at the time. Oh, wow. So, I mean, that's... Full house six, right there. Six yeah. children. I mean, I'm calling oh. Savannah a child because it is her daughter. But yeah, that's a lot of people in one house. That is a lot of people in one house, but it also sounds like very supportive family. Yeah, very lots of help there. So, yeah. which is probably what she needed. So that's good. Yeah, yeah. Savannah's family described her as vivacious. Uh-huh. Um, she was honestly, she was gorgeous. Uh, Ooh, I have to look up a picture. She was five feet tall, about 140 pounds. Uh, most of the pictures you see of her, she has blonde hair. I think at the uh-huh. time she went missing, she actually had darker, like auburn brown hair. But oh, she's so pretty! Great smile, and yeah. the photos you see of her with her her children, she just looks so excited to be a mom. Like she, it's oh. you could tell how much she loved her kids. It's so cute. She has really bright eyes. Yes. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Oh, she's beautiful. So Savannah loved to laugh. She loved to have fun. She was 22 years old when she gave birth to her twins. Like any other 22 year old, she did like to go out and enjoy herself. Of course. Yeah. You're 22. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. So on January 4th, 2019, this is about a month after she gave birth to the twins. She and a friend wanted to go out for a girl's night. So her mom, being ridiculously supportive, was like, you know, you could use a break. Go out. Oh, nice. Really How nice. nice of mom. Especially if the twins are a month old. So yeah. I assume like, yeah, I mean, they're newborns. Well, not newborns, but practically. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Really nice of mom. Really nice. So yeah. Savannah and her mother actually shared a car. And um, her mom needed it in the morning. So it was kind of like I go out, have fun, but make sure you're back because I need the car. So Savannah, Savannah's friend was already at the house and the two of them get in the car and they drive to a third friend's house in Lexington, which was about 30 or 40 minutes away from Richmond. Okay. And when they get to this house, Savannah leaves her car there She leaves Uh her coat. She leaves her purse, basically all of her stuff in the car, except for like this little, um, like a little satchel. Um, Oh, like a clutch? Like a mini purse. It's referred to as a mini purse in most places. So like you just have your cards and maybe some cash in your cell phone. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And so she leaves her car with all of her stuff at the friend's house. And then that friend drives them to a bar downtown. It's actually Mm -hmm. really close to the college campus. And it is called The Other Bar. That's a great name. For I really a bar. like this name. Yeah. Why do I like that name so much? I don't know. Probably because it's clever. Because if you're at a bar somewhere else, you're like, let's go to the let's other bar. Let's go to the other bar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Okay. And everyone, you're like, because 
I think if you have regulars, people are like, oh, I know what bar you're talking about. But this the one, they're like, bar. oh, we'll be called the other bar because we're so clever. It's just it's some kind of stupid thing I'd think of. Honestly. Yeah, I like it. No, I like it. I always am intrigued by names like that. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Uh, so they arrived to the bar just after midnight. Which what? <laughs> just after midnight. <laughs> I am done. I'm like past done. Midnight is like, I better be tucked in bed, you guys. I mean, listeners don't know this, but it's like 9.21 p.m. and we're recording this. I should have been in bed like two hours ago, to be (laughs) honest with you. So so midnight, that's impressive. But they are young. So, you know. So um, the friend who lived in Lexington actually had an early day the next day. So uh-huh. he ended up leaving the bar pretty early. And honestly, like the fact that he went out that late, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Do what you yeah. want to do, man. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's a little, but whatever. Yeah. So it ended up just being Savannah and her female friend at the bar. I'm not going to mention the female friend's name. You guys can find okay. it if you want to find it. I'll say why I don't want to mention it in just a second. Okay. So the two of them actually ended up meeting. um, They ended up meeting three men at the bar that night. They did not know these guys before they had gone out. They just met them. But the friend said that nothing about them was weird. They were very friendly. They were nice. They were having a good time. It was like good. It was basically girls night meets guys night. And, yeah. you know, they were and looking that's to have what you fun. do. Yeah. Yeah. You meet people, you, you have drinks, you have fun. Exactly. It's how it goes. Yeah. So at one point, I've seen different times, sometime around 1 or one thirty a.m. Mm-hmm. The friend decided that she was done. She wanted to call it a night. Savannah disagreed. She said she wanted to stay until the bar closed at 2.30. Oh, Savannah's there to party. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. I get it. She's... She's young. She has a bunch of kids at home. This was actually yeah. the first time she had gone out socially in months. And but at the same time, and I mean, she is 22, but at the same time, she just had twins a month ago. I would think she having would be already, exhausted. Yeah. Like, I remember those first couple months with just having a single child. I can't imagine giving birth to twins and what you go through mentally and physically yeah. and emotionally. Yeah, I would be exhausted. I don't even know how she's out. I mean, you're 20. Do they have a, you have a lot of energy at 22. You do. I don't you know do. if I did. I mean, because honestly, I've always been tired and cranky. But yeah. <laughs> I hear. I think I, I think I had a bit more energy. I still don't think at 22, I was like a diehard two a.m.er though. Yeah. I'm not sure. I don't remember. Um. So this actually is when I'm going to say I don't want to name the friend. Because she and Savannah got in a pretty heated argument and uh, the friend left. She left Savannah with these three men. Oh, oh. And I don't approve of this. Yeah, but she wanted to. I don't know. I'm torn. Like, I get not leaving your friend alone. Yeah, but, and um, with strangers, essentially. You don't know these men. Well, I know, but 
But like, don't, isn't that what happens now? Like no, people just no, yeah, no. no, yeah, yeah. Like there's people that actually like go and meet people from the internet. So how is that any different than just meeting someone you've at been, a bar? You've been texting them for some measure of time. It's not you've just met them. Like if you're Bull. if you choose to go out and seek this out, that is completely different than we went to the bar together and now I'm ditching you. Like if you go that, somewhere together, you leave together. That is true. Yes. I think maybe but that's it, that's where the difference is for me. That when you go out with friends, I think that there is an expectation of care between friends that is I take care of you, I watch your back, you take care of me, like you a watch code. my back. Yeah. Yeah. And I leaving get that. your friend behind is like the word I I don't like it. Well I well, the moral of the story is don't go out with me, apparently. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. if I say I want to go and you're like, no, I don't. I'm like, OK, cool. Bye. <laughs> I'm going to sleep. Yeah. I mean, oh, man, um, I won't say that I won't be grumpy about it. I'll stay, but I'm going to let you know how unhappy oh, I am every oh, yeah. second <laughs> that I am there. Till it gets so uncomfortable, you have no choice yeah. but to leave like, with me. We're going to leave. <laughs> exactly. Are you ready yet? Or I'm going to make you wish you had left the yeah. first time. I asked. <laughs> like, cool, be mad at me, but we're going uh, home. Uh, yeah, so, exactly. Um, the friend has expressed regret that that was how they left things. Yeah. Uh, and what's really unfortunate is this is her friend's last memory with her. Oh, that is sad. Yeah. Um, mm. So around 3 a.m., her mother woke up and realized that Savannah was not home and okay. she needed the car the next day. So I yeah. think some of that is it was like annoyance that like, OK, you better be oh, home. Totally. Totally. Especially you're like, hello, I let you go out. Like, yeah. where are you? But also, um, her mom was not expecting them to be gone all night. Like, she, Oh, I'm sure she wasn't. Yeah, she wasn't. I don't think it was ever communicated that, yeah, we're going to go out all night. I think it was just a, uh, she was expecting it to be a real quick, we're going to go out, we'll be right back. Yeah, yeah. So she actually called her. And okay. Savannah answered, but oh. her mom mentioned that she was like annoyed. And oh. she actually ended up hanging up on her mom. Oh, not a good move. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure uh what was go there was not very many details about the nature of the conversation or even what happened, but she did oh, FaceTime could... back very quickly. Oh good, oh good. Because I was gonna say I could probably guess the nature of the conversation. <laughs> Mom was probably Where are you like at? Where the hell are you? Yeah. And Savannah's like, I'm out to have fun. So Yeah. All right. So she FaceTimed her mom and she was like, you know, I, I am on my way home. I'll be home in the next few hours. And her mom said that she sounded completely fine. Uh, she didn't sound like she was in any danger, not under duress. Uh, she did notice that she was in a vehicle with at least two men. Oh. And I say at least because Savannah was in the back of this vehicle with a man, which obviously means that there has to be at least one other person driving. And why was why was there was there somebody so then I assume there was somebody in the passenger seat if there was a guy in the back seat with her? You learn later that it's actually only these two. Oh. 
And that's weird that he was in the back seat with her. Why is that weird to me? I think I think it's a little weird because it makes the driver feel like Mr. Taxi Man. Exactly. Yeah. But then at so the same what? time, this girl is essentially a stranger and you don't want to alienate her by leaving her in the back alone. Maybe she doesn't want to get in the front. Then, uh, yeah, then I don't you've know. you've got like an unknown guy behind you. I don't know. Like, okay. I don't think there's any winning in the situation. Yeah. Okay. Savannah's mom didn't really seem concerned about it. So she hung up, went back to sleep. Okay. The next morning at about 8 a.m., I don't know what time the mom woke up, but 8 a.m. is when her mom noted that her calls were going straight to voicemail. Uh-oh. So the phone is either dead or turned off at this point. Yeah. One important thing to note is that Savannah is very very active on social media. She's 22. It's normal. Yeah. But she yeah. is one of those people that from the time she wakes up to the time she goes to bed, constantly posting, commenting, tweeting, everything. And all day long, nothing on any Uh-oh. of her social media accounts. That's never good. So at 7 p.m., her mom went and reported her missing. At Wait, at what time? At 7, 7 p.m.? 7 p.m. So, so she's been out... Why did she wait so long till later in the next day? I'm not sure. I don't know if, um, I don't know if like she got busy and maybe left the house and thought she'd come home and then she came home and didn't see her. I, I don't know. I just know that she waited until 7 p.m. to report her missing. That just seems, but I guess maybe the mom could have been like, maybe she's sleeping it off. Maybe, I don't know. That seems a little... I would have been more alarmed and call, especially if there's two n- twins at home, you know, but that at are the so same young. time, like your, your immediate thought is not that, Oh, something like they're, they're dead in a ditch somewhere. It's, Oh, uh, there, she must've gotten busy with something. It was a Saturday. So I don't know if she thought maybe Savannah had some plans. Maybe she had trouble getting home. Yeah, there, ha- there has to be a- that. And it's like she went out last night and she's not home. When will the police actually take my call? At what point do I accept that something's wrong? There's never any details about yeah. why she waited until 7 p.m. Yeah, that's awful. But detectives took the report and basically got moving on it right away. Which to me. Wow. So on the one hand, I am very grateful that I did not see a single report of like a back and forth. The thing that we always hear that she's an adult, she can do what she wants. Not, not, not a single bit of that. I never saw that. Yeah. However. Because you usually see that. Yeah. With, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. However, Savannah was a young, pretty white girl. Oh. And so this... I don't want to diminish the importance of any missing person, but this is a really good illustration that police care more about attractive young white females. Yeah, that's so unfortunate. I wish that or this that same, they gets more attention. I wish that the same response time was given to everyone that went missing. Yeah, I know it's not always feasible. Sometimes it really, you really do. Um, police push back on a lot of things yeah uh you can't always get on it the very second it's reported 
but there are so many cases where they just don't care. Like Phoenix Colden. Yeah, I was just about to bring that up. I yeah. mean, if they had cared even like a, a single percent, they would have found mm-hmm. her vehicle the next day. Exactly. So it's, yeah, that's all I'm going to say that's about that. That's unfortunate. Yeah, we could go on and on about that. Yeah. That's unfortunate. So uh, detectives were able to very quickly find um, a couple of things. So the first thing they found was they actually tracked down Savannah's car at the friend's house in Lexington. It was still there. And all of her stuff was still inside, like the coat, the purse, all of her stuff. Oh. So it was very clear so that she, she hadn't even make made it back to the Correct. car at all. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing they found was that surveillance footage from the bar showed Savannah leaving with three men. So this, it's, oh. this is consistent with the story that her friend told that, hey, yeah, we met three guys. So did was the friend able to tell the police who the guys were? Did she ever know their names at all? I don't know if she knew names. Um, she, I'm assuming she may have known first names, but yeah, when but you're in a bar, nothing else. Yeah, when you, you could be anyone, honestly. Exactly. They, That's true. They did get some pretty good, like clean shots of these guys. Because there was another camera from a parking garage nearby that showed Savannah with the guys. They got two of the men and Savannah got in a car. And then the third man followed behind them in his truck. Oh. That's weird to me. Why did he follow behind? Oh, well, I guess it's his truck. Yeah, and and if they met there, he wouldn't want to leave his car behind. Yeah, You don't want to... I don't think you want to leave the one girl with one guy. True. Um, yeah. Uh, I will say that the security footage, the body language seemed fine. Like there was nothing oh, really okay. alarming about it. Um, Savannah, like when, so the surveillance of the four of them, they just. They looked. It looks. Uh, I would say cozy is actually okay. a word I might use. There's a point. One of the photos that they shared Savannah looks visibly like freezing cold. She's her arms are crossed. Her shoulders are hunched. Um, she like everything about her body language says I am cold. The oh, other ugh. the other photo that they shared showed her um, like holding the arm of one of the guys. Oh, OK. And this could be for several reasons. Like one, she's been drinking. Yeah. And her outfit that night was a red pencil skirt with a black blouse and very high heels. Oh, those are never easy to walk in, especially if you've had a couple of drinks. Yeah, so I I get it that she's hold- plus she's been And talking you're cold. With- yeah, and she's been talking yeah. to this guy all night. Of course you want to like get up and like yeah. give get, have an excuse for physical contact. Well, and you're cold, too. So maybe it was a mixture of a lot of things. Being cold, her high heels, the pencil skirt. She obviously doesn't have her jacket. The drinks. Like, yeah, yeah the it. drinks. Yeah. So that, I, I mean, I wouldn't blame anybody yeah. doing that. So uh, police released these images to the media. They also released an image of the truck. They didn't I that I know of they didn't release an image of the car I think the reason for this is because 
maybe the image of the car was less clear than that of the truck, but also the truck is kind of distinctive looking. It's not just okay a Silverado you'd see anywhere. Like it looks yeah. like it has some mods on it. And the shape okay. of it is um for 2019, the shape of it would be very distinctive. It's very angular, which is oh, okay. not normal for cars these days. Cars these days are a little bit more curved. So I think they shared this photo because they knew someone would know this truck. And someone it would be recognizable to somebody. Yes. And actually, mm-hmm. they were able to identify the men really quickly. Awesome. So the police were able to get out and question all three of the men within oh. two and a half weeks. That still seems like a pretty long time, but that's good. That's great that they were able to identify them. I think them that's and fast. Really? Yeah. I, I mean... I guess I'm impatient. See, I would hope for like the next day. <laughs> right. But you see that. so many cases of um, they're asking, do you know this person? Have you seen this person? That's and true. it takes weeks to even identify them. Yeah. Yeah. They were able to determine that Savannah was taken to um, a home that one of the men was renting. Okay. And this was in, uh, it's, I think it's pronounced Gerard County. Okay. It was about an hour south of the bar. So, like, this is a very long way away. Yeah, it is. Uh, They went to this man's house and they questioned him. And he said, oh, yeah, yeah, she came to my house that night. Um, I let her sleep in my bed. I slept out here on the couch. Uh Uh-huh. Sometime in the morning, she woke me up. She asked for the address I fell asleep, and then when I actually woke up around noon, she was gone. Okay. So to me, this sounds like, and this is all I could find in most of the articles at first. This just uh-huh. sounds like she's trying to coordinate a ride, like either get yeah, someone to like drive. she called Uber yeah. or a friend, yeah. And then about three or four days into my research. Uh-huh. I found one article that said that this dummy suggested that maybe she left his house on foot. Uh, without a coat, with the shoes that she had on, and it's January, correct? Yeah. Yeah, and no she's, way. She's in a pencil skirt. She's in last night's outfit. She has day-old hair. Her makeup's probably all over the place. Yeah, no way. What? And just, what was she going to do? Just... Walk, walk home home or hitch a ride please but also this guy's house was in a really rural area and some photos i've seen of the house make it look like it was a dirt road so yeah she's gonna okay. walk home in high heels even yeah even less plausible there yeah okay yeah whatever dude yeah i um i don't walk in heels for any kind of distance on flat ground yeah, I was going to say, I never walk in heels. <laughs> yeah. I stand so. in them for pictures and then they're off like two seconds later. So, <laughs> yeah. oh man. So, meanwhile, search teams are out in full force searching for Savannah and like full force. Police searched everywhere. They searched fields, bridges, bodies of water, locations around this man's house, around the neighborhood. Anywhere that they came up with the slightest inkling that she might be, they searched. 
Oh, wow. There were a lot of volunteer search and rescue groups that came and helped as well. So they uh-huh. like one of them was and I I've only mentioned this one because I love canines. <laughs> um, they were called the Cajun Coast Search and Rescue Team. Oh, okay. They have really highly trained canines and they went to search uh, what they called hot spots to see okay. if they could track Savannah. So they devoted like two weeks, like every day they were out searching and their dogs were just not getting a hit anywhere. Oh. So well, if this guy said that she left on foot down a gravel road, don't you think if that were true, the dogs would have been able to pick up on that? I guess it depends on how long it's been. It but. does. So I was listening to a podcast recently where a canine handler was actually on the podcast. Uh huh. Really interesting. He said that solid surfaces such as uh, concrete or like a dirt road. Uh huh. You only really have hours, maybe oh. a couple days that interesting. you can track a scent. But in something like forest or like dense brush or even like a grassy field, you can have weeks to still track a scent. Oh, which I, thought I wonder was why that is. Yeah. Um, I think it has something to do with the fact that there's no like skin contact with concrete. Oh, so okay. the whole thing is. And maybe nothing to absorb. I, I guess in a weird way, a person's scent or your, it's, I don't um, know. It's skin cells and sweat that the dogs Oh, okay. Smell. Okay. Yeah. So there's no, um, like as you're walking like normal, like your arms swing and you probably lose some skin cells. But when you're yeah. walking through like grass or walking through the forest, you're touching stuff. So you're losing more skin cells. Ooh, that settles it. If I am ever taken or kidnapped, I am going to try my hardest to convince my just drag me, drag me. Can you drag me? Can you drag me? Or you know what? I really feel like running through a field barefoot right now as I spit and like (laughs) loofah. I need a loofah. Can I loofah my skin as I am running? And I'll just like sprinkle the hair out. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you best believe that if I am ever taken, I am leaving a trail of everything I can. So just look for that. I'll even, I'll even like anything. I'll spit all over the place. My captor is going to be like, why does this girl keep spitting? I'm just going to like spit left and right. (laughs) It's like Hansel and Gretel with the bread. Exactly. <laughs> Tearing out my hair follicles like little yeah. hair and just dropping them. Okay. Anyways, moving um, on. So anyway, they weren't they weren't able to get a hit anywhere. So they were mm. saying they were from hours away. Like they traveled here away from their homes and families to try and help with this. And they were saying, you know, it's been two weeks. We have not got a single hit. There's oh. other cases that we can help with and we're really sorry, but we don't think we are, we're helping. Yeah. Like we're not hurting, but we're also not helping and we could yeah. be helping somewhere else. So they left, which is, oh, it's great that, that they came out awesome. and they volunteered. Yeah. It's sad they left, but I, I totally Well, if you're it. not getting any hits and, you know, which then tells me she obviously didn't move 
from wherever it was that she well, was I'd, last. I didn't see a timeline for when they actually came out. Oh, okay. And that's the other thing is there's a surprising lack of information for some yeah. details in this case. Yeah. Stuff that you would think would be really basic. Yeah. I wonder why. Is it because it's so, I mean, because this, what, in the last two years, recent? Very recent. But also, police kept a lot really quiet about this case while they were investigating it. So, I I don't know. Well, and I'm sure for good reason, too. I mean, when oh, you're yeah. investigating. Yeah, you'll learn yeah. they had a um, a clear suspect in mind pretty much from the beginning. Okay. Yeah. So, um, a few promising leads came up during the course of the next few months. So, in February, there was a group of people that found a scrap of red fabric that they thought oh. might actually be Savannah's skirt. Oh, and they tested it, and it was not her skirt, oh. which is sad. Yeah. In April, a group of hikers found a discarded bag of clothing and a pair of shoes in a cavern. And they also thought this might be connected. But again, they were not Savannah's. Uh, then it, whose were right? they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's like... That's like I mean, I'm those, sad they're um, not Savannah's, but there's somebody's. So who's going around leaving bags of clothes in right. caves? This is one of those situations that you're like, I'm cleaning out the fridge, but then I, I have to take the trash out. And then <laughs> I I have to clean the table since I've ta- it's one of those. It's like, okay, yeah. well, we found, who is this? Uh, yeah, exactly. That's concerning. Yeah. So at one point, actually, a detective said that it would honestly be easier to list the places they had not searched because oh. they had searched so extensively. I bet. On July 12th, 2019, the uh, investigation discovery has a show called The Missing. And they actually oh, did yeah. an episode on Savannah's disappearance. Oh, So at the end of the episode, her aunt was actually the one presenting the information in the episode, which I thought was really interesting. Having Uh her, uh, someone personal to the case, actually telling the story. That is interesting. At the end, she's very passionate. She's like, someone knows something. Please come forward. All we need is just that one piece of information to break open the case. And she didn't say it on the episode, but a few of the news articles I read said that her mother specifically said those three men know what happened. Yeah. Which is. Yeah. So, yeah. That's gosh. So heartbreaking for the families. Yeah. So the um, the timing of this show is so perfect. Oh, because the episode was released on July 12th, July 10th. Savannah's body was found. Oh, wow. Yeah. So either they produced that episode super fast or they were working on it and this was just sheer coincidence. I think it had to have been coincidence because the amount of time and preparation that goes into... Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And interviewing... It's so crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. So that that run-through of the case had a lot of holes in it. Like we went from January to July very quickly. Yeah. And so that's a long time. Yeah. Um, After Savannah's body was found, 
that's when more answers came out. And I can actually go back and fill in some of our blanks now. Okay. So, like I said, all three of the men were identified really quickly. Only one name has ever really been released. Interesting. And that man was 23-year-old David Sparks. I wonder why only him and not the other two, since they were obviously with, with her the last time she was seen. They were never charged with anything. And I, okay. I think that may be why. Okay, interesting. Yeah. So January 5th, now this is the day, this is the day that Savannah was supposed to come home and she didn't, and she was reported missing that day. Mm-hmm. David sent a text to his sister asking, hey, uh, where did you buy this one rug? Because I want to buy another one just like it. And Weird. Well, I mean... I know that I like matching stuff sometimes. So it's like if someone buys me something and I want a duplicate somewhere else, I'm like, well, where'd you get it? Because I just I want another one. Yeah, I guess. I'm a normal person, but. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, David was seen on surveillance footage from a local Walmart purchasing a rug that day. Uh, and this day was, tell me again? January 5th. Oh, okay. So between the dates of January 5th and January 9th, neighbors said that they saw a lot of activity at that house. Oh, I wonder why. Well, meaning David was moving a lot of stuff. Yeah. And January 9th, I, I say January 9th, because that was the day... That police came to question David. And that's when they learned his version of the story about Savannah staying that night and walking out the door the next morning in her heels and her day old makeup. And yeah, just getting home. Yep. Whatever. January 10th, the day after the police had showed up, David moved out of his house and moved in with his parents. What? Yeah. So he's... Buying a new rug, moving lots of stuff around, and then he moves in with his parents? Yep. Was his lease up? Was he done with the place he was renting? No, I'm pretty sure he kept paying rent on this place because it was still his. That's a little odd. More than a little odd. That's very odd. Did they ask him why he, what his reasoning was for that? Um, I could speculate what I think the reasoning is. Oh, yeah. I already think I know what the reasoning is. I just wanted to know what he, what his thought process and what he told police, because I'm sure the police were curious as to why he was doing that. I don't think I ever asked him. Hmm. I'm telling you, there's there's a disappointing lack of information around so many things. Yeah. Police actually canvassed the neighborhood on the ninth, when they had showed up to talk to David that day, mm-hmm. a woman told police that she had heard screams coming from David's house on the night of the fourth. Oh, that sucks. Which is so sad. But she told the police? That night? Oh, no, she told them later. She did, when- yeah. 
Oh, why? So why, if you hear screams, do you not call police that night? I mean, especially if you think you, it's like out of the norm and so, or maybe it wasn't. I don't know. Well, so someone came forward later and I'll go into their statements later. But this person said that David was the kind of person that you did what he wanted or he made you do what he wanted. And he was not someone oh. you wanted to disappoint. And um, I get the feeling the neighbor was afraid. Like she didn't want to call the cops on David because she knew what kind of guy he was. And if he found out who called, then she would have to pay for it. Interesting. Yeah. Also, this does not seem like the best neighborhood. Yeah. That's weird. Police actually got a search warrant for David's house and they did an extensive search of his property on January 22nd. Okay. So they searched his house. They searched the yard, like his yard. They searched, I guess there was this thicket behind the houses of the neighborhood. They searched back there. Okay. They seized his truck at this time because it was at the property. Is it that was it that the truck that somebody that was following them or yeah. a different truck? It was his. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was his. Was um, he driving that truck that night? Do we know? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's why they so seized the, it. So the two other guys were with her in the car and he was following them. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Okay. It's his truck. Okay. So this search was not included in my initial run through of the case. Because this search was never publicized. Really, the only people who knew about this search were, like, the neighbors. Oh. David's parents' home, like, he, he moved back in with his parents. That mm -hmm. home was searched in February, and this included a search of the land around the home as well. So, front yard, backyard, side, everything? The land around the home is as specific as I can get. Okay. Well, and that's what I would assume it meant. And I, I would assume like a little further too, because they went oh. into like the woods behind his okay. house. I assume they would probably go around his parents' okay. house too. Okay. That makes sense. So obviously suspicions around David is, are growing. Yeah. People are looking at him. Police are really looking at him. David and his shitbag family start, throwing rumors around about savannah oh and i want to be clear so that no one goes after his family david's parents were by all reports very good people like his dad okay. was a reverend of a church um oh. his congregation loved him congregation mm -hmm. loved david's sisters they did not love david and his brother so much interesting um but david's cousin jason was mm -hmm. uh talking a lot of shit about savannah he didn't even did he even know savannah none of these people knew savannah the then what right or how inappropriate to be talking about someone you don't even know right but you see this all the time where people are throwing accusations around about so here's what happened um, someone put a, a Reddit post up that was mm -hmm. basically saying like, hey, what does everybody think about David Sparks and his story? Do you think he did it? I think maybe it's something to do with this. Mm -hmm. Jason tracked down the original poster on Facebook 
and sent her a ton of messages. And Jeez. Jason is just an asshole. So he said uh, Savannah ran off because she was sick of being a mom. Uh, How the heck do you know? Like this guy claims so to frustrating. Have, he claims to have insider knowledge because he seems like I don't know where he got this information, but yeah. in his messages, he says this is all coming from her ex-boyfriend. So he's talking to people who know her and he's just spreading. I don't think he's even talking to people who know her. He must be getting his information somewhere because why would people that know her willingly speak with David's family? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And actually, I have to correct myself because Jason didn't call him an ex-boyfriend. He called her the baby daddy. He said this is all coming from the baby daddy. Like, very derogatory. Um, he said that he also, uh, he's, he talked down about Savannah and the fact that she was partying when she had all these kids at home. Jeez. And the worst, the worst thing he said that was like, I already thought he was an asshole. And then I got to this comment and it was like, I want to, crawl through my computer screen to Kentucky and just strangle this guy and blonk him <laughs> on the head. He said, quote, she was out working on baby number five. Whatever, dude. Honestly, I just, this dude is fucking asshole. So uh, I, I debated whether to include this because I don't want to paint savannah in a negative light but i do want Uh it to include all the facts here Uh so i'm only including this because it is a fact of the case okay savannah was due in court on january 7th because of a dui charge okay well she made a mistake yeah and you know it's it was a bad decision we all make bad decisions exactly what really pissed me off is that in every and this is it it was everywhere and i hate so just because she has a dui makes her deserving that's what so every video that i saw about this every like news video talking about her the youtube video of the um id channel episode there are comments of people Even as recent as two months ago, this girl went missing January 2019, two months ago, which, by the way, is February 2021. People are saying that she deserved this because if she had stayed home, she would not have been murdered. No, no one deserves any of this. No. And I I just. That is so frustrating because what what people deserve is to be able to go out and live their normal lives and go do stuff and and know that be able to have a good time yeah and that human beings around them aren't going to hurt them or take advantage of them and yeah it's it's awful and granted she made some bad decisions uh obviously everybody does Everybody does. I just hope that when I die, people are not judging me by the last bad decision I made. Oh, I'm going to judge the shit out of you. 
Go ahead. I'll judge you too. It's oh, just- and we all know you have a lot of things to judge me on too. <laughs> Let me tell you what. <laughs> I just, I have to move on because I could go on forever yeah. about this and I yeah. will annoy people, but. Victim shaming is the worst. Right. And it is never the honestly. victim's fault. No, nobody asked for any of this. Yeah. She just went out to have a good time. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. This Jason douchebag is killing me, though. Right. And that's actually, it's another reason why I don't want to name her friend, because I don't want people going after her for this one bad decision she made that she already beats herself up on. Oh, I may not my agree gosh. with her decision, but you know no. she beats herself up enough. Oh, every every day. Honestly. So. Yeah. Police ended up going back to David's house in April. They sealed up okay. the house. They did a ton of forensic testing. That's a really why'd they long wait? Time. Yeah, I was gonna say, why'd they wait so long? I don't know. There has it's- to be a reason. And I mean, technically, this is still legally his house. So yeah. they can't just barge in. But no. forensically, how much are they missing? Because this is four months yeah. of him going in and out. I bet his friends went in and out for him. Yeah. So yeah, there's evidence that could be destroyed. There's yeah, well, yeah. but thankfully not everything, because okay. luminol testing showed blood on the inside of a closet door in the bedroom. Okay, DNA testing of the blood matched it to Savannah. Bingo. Yep, and immediately in front of the closet was a gray rectangular rug. This was the same rug that he's seen buying at Walmart. Oh, interesting. Yes. So in early July 2019, David's father calls authorities and he says that there is a foul smell coming from his backyard. Oh, no. July 10th, just around midnight, the nude remains of Savannah were found in an extremely shallow grave. Oh, gosh. I can't even call this a grave I can't call it a hole the deepest part was 19 inches that's how shallow this was so this this asshole couldn't even be bothered to dig a like I could go out and like tear at the ground with my hands for about five minutes and make a 19 inch hole well yeah and I thought they searched the parents property Police have never speculated what they thought happened. They have confirmed that they do not believe Savannah was ever moved. So they don't think that um, she was buried someplace and then moved and buried again. Okay. That she was killed and buried. Yeah. So they don't. The only thing that I can think of is that they just didn't search thoroughly in the yard. Maybe they didn't have permission because maybe the parents said, yeah, sure. Come in our house, look around, but they wouldn't let them search the yard. Like I didn't see if they had an official search warrant for the house. Like, I don't know if they just searched the land around the house and not the actual property. It's just, they have never specified. Yeah. And this is so crazy to me because with how shallow this hole was. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Investigators said as they walked up to this area 
they could see the garbage bag poking up out of the ground before they even started digging. That is, yeah, I, so, that's strange that they missed it the first yeah, time. Yeah, so um, I actually, I glazed over this and I, I missed saying it. Um, Savannah was found essentially folded in half. Like oh. they called it an unnatural position. She was basically folded in half, stuffed in several garbage bags, and a rug was tucked behind her. And this rug was a match. Like it was a duplicate for the one that was sitting for the one that he asked his sister. Yes. Where Yeah. Oh my God. So July tenth is when they dug up the body. July eleventh, they positively confirmed that this was Savannah Spurlock. And July 11th, the same day, David was arrested and charged with tampering with evidence and abuse of a corpse. Good. He pled not guilty. Of course. Of course. So a judge forwarded this over to a grand jury to see if additional charges should be brought against David. Um, the uh, essentially the jury was going to determine if he should uh-huh. also if there was probable cause to also charge him with murder. Okay. So after Savannah's body was found, uh, there was actually an anonymous informant that contacted the web news source, the Daily Mail. Uh Uh-huh. And they shared some information. This is the same person that said that David was the kind of person that you did what he wanted. Um, This person said that they did not want to be named. So they never came forward to police. They only came forward to the Daily Mail. Their name has never been released. And they said they were afraid of retribution on their street. So they were too afraid to come forward. Oh. That's, I'm saying this is not a very good street. Yeah. So this person said that they actually saw videos taken that night of Savannah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And um, where? How? Well, it was cell phone videos. taken by the three men of Savannah doing various things to them that she was being compelled to do. Did these other two guys strike up a deal or something? No, no, they were just never charged. I would think there's a couple of things you can be charged with here. No idea, but they were never charged. That's I'm telling you, there are so many disappointing things about this case. That's insane to me because they are the two that drove her, I, I assume, to David's house then. Or they stopped somewhere and she got out of the car and got in his truck. Well, no, all three of them were at his house. <sighs> so I don't I don't know. Um, That's so weird. They They got off too easy. The person who came forward with this information said that in these videos... Savannah was so drunk. She was slurring so badly. It was like she couldn't even speak English. Wow. And this made me go back to, I don't know what time these videos were taken, but Uh this made me go back to that FaceTime call because Savannah's mom said she sounded fine. She was communicating fine. She didn't seem like anything was weird, Uh but somehow Savannah went from that to so incoherent And there has never been any information about this that has ever been brought up anywhere. So this is 100% my own speculation. 
Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if Savannah was drugged. Yeah, but she was she was fine when she FaceTimed her mom. Well, that roofies can take a while to set in. No, they can't. I've seen movies. And they said they on a true story. They, they they happen so fast, so I do not believe. No, they're some of them can, and it depends on how okay. and what drugs and what dose. And I d- oh. I don't know. That's the only so thing that I can think was. of. Or maybe you know they got to the house, they offered her a glass of water, and that had something in it. Oh, that's true. After they got to where they were, yeah. Then. Okay. It's just that's the only thing I can think of that would explain why she was like this. Now, I will say police have never confirmed that these videos exist. They've never commented on these videos. Oh, because remember, this is an anonymous informant who will not come forward to anyone. All right. I wonder if they do exist. then. Right. Huh. So um, that could also explain why the men were never charged. Maybe these videos don't actually exist. And this person just wanted... Because, you know, sometimes news media will pay for an exclusive. Maybe this person just wanted a little cash. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So uh, police did comment, however, on a surveillance video they had that they did not say they had until after David was arrested. Interesting. There's a surveillance video from a neighbor who has a security camera in their house. Okay. This shows Savannah going into the house, but never walking out. Oh, wow. Yeah. Very compelling. Yeah. So I bet David was like, uh oh. Yeah, I bet. Because, you know, he pled not guilty to those first two charges. And I bet you he was, they were like, oh, not guilty? How do you explain this? Exactly. Yeah. Like that Chris Watts moment where he realizes his neighbors have the surveillance. Yes. Yeah. Um, So it is complete luck that this video even exists because the camera was new. The neighbor had actually recently, as in like a couple weeks before, their house had been burglarized and they got the video camera in response to the burglary. Oh, wow. So this is just one of those. It was fate. Pure luck things. Yeah. That ended up being very important to this case. Nice. So I think, I think COVID may have interrupted some things in this case mm-hmm. because there's a very large time gap here. So we're going from July 2019 to now December 2020. Oh, wow. Yeah. A very big jump. Huge. December 1st, 2020, which, by the way, is the twins' birthday. Oh, how old? So they would have been two. Oh. David Sparks pleaded guilty to murder, tampering with evidence, and abuse of a corpse. So that video that they had on him, his lawyer was probably like, dude, you probably like, like you're guilty. Yeah. So Andy Sims was the lead prosecutor on this. He said um, in a uh, an interview that I found that they knew that they could not go for a life sentence because they didn't want David to uh, reject the plea deal. 
essentially when savannah's autopsy happened it came back inconclusive they really they could not determine how she died so no no signs of strangulation nothing they could not determine how she died so they needed they needed david to admit that he had killed her because they could not say how she died. They couldn't say what happened. Oh, so interesting. Purely, how long? It was what? Seven months till the body was discovered, yeah. right? Seven months after the fact. So I wonder if like key evidence. I don't know. How long is Do you know how long is too late for a toxicology report on a body? I feel like she had to have been pretty decomposed by this point. Yeah, seven that's months true. Is a seven long months. Time. And then the heat, it's July. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Okay. So they they did not go for a life sentence because all they had was circumstantial evidence and a little bit of that blood evidence, but you know, she there's so many things that could lead to blood. Blood yeah. does not mean death. Yeah, that's true. So And because they didn't have any witnesses or anything, they needed him to admit this. So they recommended 50 years. Okay. Um, I will speculate in a moment why I think that they don't know. But I can't believe this douchebag hasn't even said. So, well, I can just say now, I think that something about the way the murder was committed was so bad that it would have increased what he was eligible for as far as sentencing goes. But what would have been so bad that you wouldn't be able to figure out, figure it out by an autopsy. Do you know what I'm saying? Or maybe they, I don't know. So if she is um, decomposed enough if mm-hmm. he slashed her throat, that wouldn't show up on an autopsy. That's true. And she wasn't dismembered because she was fully intact. Intact, but, yeah. Um, if there was excessive torture on her body, if she was decomposed enough, it wouldn't even show. Hmm. It was obviously bad enough that, in my opinion, because um, Andy Sims... He did say that at no point, even if they went to trial, they could not have gone for the death penalty. I think something about the details of the murder would have bumped up the severity of his sentence. And that's why he never said. At this point, he's already been sentenced. December 17th, 2020, which was literally four months ago. Yeah. He was sentenced to 50 years for the murder, five years for tampering with the body, and 12 months for the abuse of a corpse. Wow. They're all served together, so he'll just get 50 years total. Um, Not enough time. uh, No, because he was 23. Even if he serves every single day of his sentence, 73. Jeez. I hope he serves every single day of that sentence. He'll be eligible for parole in 20 years. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. Which will make him 40 in his 40s, which gives him still enough time to, you know, create a life, a a new life. And, you know, I'm wondering, I don't know. 
at this point, it's like he has nothing to lose by saying what happened. But he also kind of comes off to me as someone who is too proud to mm-hmm. share that secret. I don't I don't know. Well, Maybe. you know what? He's in he comes off as very entitled. Yeah. Um maybe also I didn't think about this before. What if it implicates the other two men? Uh yeah, but I think at this point this guy sounds like a big enough douchebag that why wouldn't he throw the other two under the bus? That makes you a snitch. Who cares? I mean, I'm already in jail. What do I have to lose? People in jail don't like snitches. Oh, well, I'm going to snitch away. So I guess I wouldn't be very good in jail. <laughs> no, because I mean, he seems like the type that um, he wouldn't give it up because life would be very uncomfortable for him if people knew he was a snitch. Because remember, Angela Simpson's going to come for you. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is so true. So I just. There's so many things about this and that's why I I say this is disappointing to me because the family deserves these answers she has four children who are growing up without her she has a mother and a father who miss her yeah there's a sister who is growing up without her um it's just well and those poor twins they never have a memory of her because they were a month old when she went missing. Yeah. They're that's so sad. and in that first month, you know, you're so tired, you don't think to take pictures with your baby. Yeah. You might take exactly. pictures of your baby, but maybe not with your baby. I it's was just, looking at her remembering um Savannah Spurlock Facebook mm-hmm. page and I noticed that they do some they've done a couple of fundraisers for the boys. Yeah, for the kids, which I think is so sweet. Yeah, that's really nice. Yeah. Um, And actually, I don't think we've talked about this on the podcast. There was um, locally to me just recently, there was a really bad car accident. Oh, really? Where um, this, honestly, this guy was high as a fucking kite. Mm Mm-hmm. And he rammed into the back of a woman's car so hard. She was driving an SUV. He was Mm -hmm. driving, I think, a Honda Civic. He hit her so hard, he flipped over her car. Oh, no. Landed upside down. Not a scratch on him. And she died. That is awful. And one of the things that has been done is this woman has two kids there has been a GoFundMe set up for the kids to put in investment funds for them so that they will have tuition. It is the cutest thing. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah. Well, I hope these boys, I mean, you know, her mom sounded really, you know, helpful and supportive. So I, I am sure that her mom and her little sister are, yeah. And her family are just rallying around the boys and trying yeah. to take care of and them. And now they they use the remembering Savannah Page to help um support other missing women. Oh, that's nice. I've seen a few posts that they share that they're like, "Hey, get this on your radar. We're looking mm-hmm. like just sharing this to support it." Mm. Um so yeah, it's just Well, I can see why you said this was disappointing cuz it is disappointing. To not know. 
I mean, they, they know that they have closure that she's gone, but to not know answers, especially from him, to not be able to yeah. say the how not, or even the why. Yeah, to not know. I mean, at least they have her body so they can put her, like, she can rest in peace. They can yeah. put, but not knowing what happened, I'm sure haunts them. Oh, I don't I'm know. Sure. I don't know if it would be better for them to know, but at least they would know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So, mm. yeah, that's um that's been my last 2 weeks of research in my head. Mhm. It's not in my well, it still is cuz we're talking about, but now it's <laughs> it's in your head and we can share the load and <laughs> Thank with you. all of you lovely listeners, let's, yes. let's share the burden of this horrible story together. Out of my head and into yours. And yeah. no one asked for it. <laughs> no. No, uh, uh, this was actually a case that was uh, when we first started the podcast. Um, I jotted down some cases that I wanted to cover early on. And I think this was on my original list. Nice. And I just never really got around to it. Um, and I'm kind of glad I didn't before now. Uh-huh. Because you probably wouldn't have had this much information now yeah uh, because he was sentenced in December uh, we were able to um, get that full closure on nice all of this not 100% because we don't know the full story but yeah he's locked away at least for the next 20 years I'm sure he'll fail parole he seems the type I hope so yeah but that's yeah so, all right well thanks yeah thank you all for listening thanks for your support uh, you can tell me your, actually, I do want to know if anybody knows why, uh, like a legitimate reason why he did not share why, uh, what happened to her or why these two men were not charged. I would love to know. I couldn't find this information. If you could share it with me. Or even somebody's ideas on it, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Your ideas on why you think that they weren't charged. Um, share them with us. Like, yeah. comment on Facebook, comment on Instagram. Um, yeah. I would, I'd love to know. It's, it's one of those that there's so many answers. And I don't know if we're ever going to get them. No. And that's the worst. But um, thank you all for listening. Yes. Uh, we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.